This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3266 for Monday the 8th of February 2021. Today's show is entitled, Upgrading Debian on my Raspberry Pi. It is hosted by Mr. X, and is about 33 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, in this episode I cover the process of upgrading Debian from Jesse 8 to Stretch 9 on my Raspberry Pi. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr. X, and welcome to this podcast. As usual, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making these services available to us all. HPR is a community-led podcast provided by the community for the community. That means you can contribute to why don't you pick up a microphone, uh, your mobile phone, a computer if you have one, a tablet, hit the record button and send in a show. Uh, they've gone to a great deal of effort to make it very easy and streamlined, so uh, nothing to lose. And uh, you might even enjoy it. Um, if I can do it, you can. So, it's been a wee while since uh, I've uh, sent in a show, recorded anything. I've been really busy. And just for reference, I'm recording this on 19th of December. Uh, I'm sure like an awful lot of us, uh, since uh, all the madness uh, started, um, I really am finding it difficult to, to, to find the, the time to, to pull anything together. Um, just getting uh, holidays organised and stuff, well, you know, in these conditions, what do you do when you're on holiday? It's, so like, like a lot of my, my colleagues have been holding back and end up with far too many holidays at the end of the year sort of things. so... Um, because of that, I've got some time off now, so I've got a little bit of time to catch up. Um, and so I thought it would be an ideal opportunity to record a, an episode. So, I mean, going forward, I think uh, for a while in it, for, the, for for a while now, I think it's going to be a bit difficult for me to send in shows, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. You never know. I, I'm not uh, going away or anything like that. So, it's funny, I, I'm, I'm kind of working from home at the moment these days. And um, <clears throat> this, uh, I've been kind of off all week, in fact, and it's almost felt like I've been uh, continued to work all week because I'm still in the same flaming room looking at the same flaming screen. Well, it's not quite the same screen, it's my own screen because I've got a company screen as well, but it's in the same desk, same position, so it almost felt like I was working. So it kind of takes a wee bit of the joy out, out of things. 
um, you know, working away. Um, not doing the podcast, this is quite enjoyable. Yabbering a little rubbish into a microphone, it's very easy, uh, this bit. Um, but uh, I'm sure people are, uh, around the world are, are finding it uh, very difficult just now. So, um, times as they are. <laughs> Some of you or know what the reference that is too, but uh, anyway, yeah. Um, so I, I, I thought I've been kind of putting this off for ages. Um, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned to Dave that um, Dave Morris that uh, all my computers are slowly going out of date, and uh, you know the the distros are going out of date and whatnot, and uh, I was just dreading up- upgrading anything, you know. So. Um, I had a wee, I created a wee spreadsheet and I was doing a wee bit of audit, what, what computers have I got and what distros have they got on, blah de blah de blah and <clears throat> one of the ones that was uh, due an upgrade was a couple of Raspberry Pis, um, now uh, I think the last time I, I've got two of my Pis, one's the one, I've got two Pis that have a, a, a Pi face add-on board uh, on them and they're different boards um, they're both old pies, and the one downstairs has got a, a screen, you know, like an LCD display and buttons and whatnot. I covered all that before, and the last time I upgraded it, I had a heck of a job getting it working again. And because it's, I almost now see it as a, as a, you know, you just plug it in, it does its job. You unplug it, and that's it. It does nothing else. It's one purpose. It's almost like a a, a piece of um, um, consumable tech. Uh, I see it like that now. I don't even think of it as a pie. Uh, so I thought, that's it. No, I'm not touching that one. Nope, no way. Uh, so it's just too much hassle. But my other pie, which replaces a, which kind of uses a home server, um, it's, um, I thought it might be a bit, a bit more easy to upgrade. Um, it, it's got a, a, a pie face IO board on it, which is like a, Again, I covered that one. It's it's got some LEDs and some push buttons and whatnot. And I mean, a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of I think I've added I put an add-on I put an add-on PCB onto it that extends it, so I've got more buttons that I can push. And you know, ninety odd percent of them are just just rubbish, you know, just for fun. You know, uh, shows you how much space is on the Pi, what the uptime is, and stuff like that. But two of the buttons I use to start and stop uh, mock uh, music on the command line, and that way I listen to my podcasts and uh, audiobooks. And it's darn handy because uh, when I'm upstairs, anyway, because otherwise what I have to do is I have to turn on a laptop or a computer, waiting at booting up, SSH into the Pi, hit the space bar, and uh, it's just you know, it's just a nuisance. So it would have been really, really handy if 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 uh, if that continued to work um, and it, you know so so basically I I sort of started documenting what happened during the upgrade and how, how I went about it and whatnot and I thought well it would be quite quite good to cover that um, so um, so so basically the first thing that I did was uh, I first of all uh, moved all the unnecessary files from the Pi and um, I hope you don't all find this too boring. (laughs) Here we go. I moved all the files from my Pi uh, onto, um, I think think it was a a hard drive or something like that. It was a spare removable hard drive. I can't remember. I moved it somewhere anyway. 
And uh, then what I did is I, I, I used uh, Gparted and I shrunk down the partition. Now it's, it's a 128 gigabyte SD card and I shrunk it down to just over 25 uh, gigabytes, 25106 megabytes in fact. Um, and um, 25106 megabytes or 24.52 gigabytes, 25708544 kilobytes, 26325549056 bytes. <laughs> fascinated to hear that. So I can I kinda calculated that that worked out at and I'll explain why I'm covering why I'm being so meticulous about the bytes the, the, the sizes and whatnot. That worked out at at fifty one uh one, two, three, four, five, six, fifty one million four hundred and seventeen thousand uh five one four one seven oh eight eight blocks basically uh of five one two bytes. Because I was going to use DD to um, to DD the the image, you see, and the reason for all of this was I was wanting to back up the Pi because I thought, well, if it goes wrong, uh, I want to be able to bring it back because uh, I I just thought, you know, it's, it's just so much hassle. I'll just live with it with the old distro and that, that'll be it. So as I shrunk it down to to twenty five gigs, uh, and then I used the DD command to grab. The first, uh, you know, the, the 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 bit that was used plus a little bit more, so I kind of calculated that um, rather than uh, uh, filled up fifty one fifty one four one seven o o o eight eight blocks, so I picked fifty five four one seven o eight eight blocks just to get a wee bit of the the empty space after it. So it was sudo the command was sudo dd input if equals the input file output file equals output file um, maybe I, I wasn't going to cover the full command but maybe maybe I can so the full command was sudo dd sudo space dd space if that's input command equals slash dev slash sdb that happens to be where my uh, um, sd card was and then space of, which is output file, equals slash home slash Mr. X, because that's my home partition, of course, home drive, slash pi13 uh, dash img dash backup dot img. That's just the name of the, the image file you want to create. Space bs equals 512. And that doesn't mean... That BS is block size. Uh, block size equals 512 bytes. Uh, space count equals, and then I just did 5541708888. And that grabbed that uh, amount of um, of the disk. Of course, it took ages. It took ages. Uh, I've been at this for days. Um, I had two machines to upgrade, so it took me took me ages I, I just put it off so much so uh, anyway that was that and then I used the following command um, to write that image file back to an SD card it was just sudo dd input file is, is the image file output file is sdb of course block size 512 and I put status equals progress so I could see what was going on as it was writing it to the the SD card. Then once that was done, I, I went, I 
opened up uh, Gparted and and then I plugged in the SD card. And I did it in that order because I think if you if you load up Gparted, it, it does not mount the disc. It checks and stops the devices from mounting. So so I did that. Um, and um, plugged plugged the, SD, the the SD card in, and and then I I, I expanded that p- partition all the way out to the to fill the SD card. And in this case, it was actually a, a 64 gigabyte SD card, my my second card. That actually contained contained an older version of the Pi, because um, what I kind of tended to do is I buy a new SD card, um, um, back up and copy it onto the bigger one, and that way I could just get a bigger card each time but once you got to 120 I thought well it's big enough so uh, and then I booted from the 64 gigabyte gigabyte card just to make sure that it all booted up and it all worked okay and, and nothing went wrong and it was it was fine so so that was good um, so I removed the 64, 64 gigabyte card so I can go back to it if anything goes wrong and then I booted into the 128 gigabyte card uh, which remember was shrunk down to 25 gigabytes or thereabouts so I expanded it back out to fill the whole 128 gigabytes of the SD card this all takes ages of course um, and I used the SD card that, 100, that 128 gigabyte card to perform the upgrade um, so the upgrade process so I think generally speaking um you know, I think Debian's quite a, a, you know, it's a solid distribution. And I know that I've had problems in the past uh, upgrading Ubuntu, and I've heard other people having issues with that sometimes. Um, you know, it's going to cross your fingers and hope for the best. Um, but anyway, I, I found a explanation, somebody's explanation about how to upgrade from uh, Jesse to Stretch, because that's what was on the on the, the Pi. I think it was probably the um, the what do you call it the minimal install you know it doesn't have a GUI it's just a a, a basic um, Debian um, distro that's this on it I think from what I recall um, so the, the, this, I'll put a link to the, the page that I used uh, with the commands but I'll also include them in, in, in my, my show notes as well the heading at the top says everyday life of a penguin whisperer so <laughs> Very good, um, but um, I think it's actually a, a German site. You can pick either German or or, or British sort of thing, or German or English, I should say. Um, but um, there you go. Um, anyway, so what they recommend is, well, first of all, you want to make sure you've got plenty of space. So you do df space dash h, and you. you check you've got plenty of space obviously I did have plenty of space um, and then recommend uh, checking package status so you do that by doing sudo space dpkg space dash dash audit and then sudo space dpkg space dash dash get selections then pipe that to grep uh, looking for the word hold and uh, and it'll list if you've got any any problems uh, with your your packages and of course I was fine so that, that was okay um, 
so the, the next step is that before upgrading you should you should update your your uh, Raspbian or Debian uh, completely just so it's at the very latest standard before you go ahead and upgrade so uh, that was just sudo space apt-get space update then sudo space apt-get space upgrade and finally sudo space apt-get dist upgrade and that, that will update your Pi to the very latest version of well in my case it was Jesse uh, which is I think Debian 8 basically um, so the Raspbian version you need to modify your package lists uh, so that they um, point to stretch and not, not Jesse and uh, the uh, the way that they they do it. They use uh, in, the, in this website. They, they use the sed command to insert the appropriate lines in uh, Etsy app sources dot list and Etsy app sources dot list dot d. Um, and I, I, I sort of checked the, 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 the locations it was going to and made sure that th- these were correct in existence and whatnot. And that went fine. Um, and then you obviously you've got to update your package list, so it's just sudo app-get update. Uh, and then finally to update to stretch, uh, you just do sudo space app-get upgrade. And then, then sudo space app-get dist-upgrade. And obviously that takes flaming ages, <laughs> as everything seemed to, to do. And, uh, and then at the end of all that um, clean up the installation uh, by uh, to remove any unnecessary packages and whatnot. so you just do sudo space app dash get auto remove and sudo space app dash get auto clean and that worked fine um, so d- during the, uh, the upgrade there was a number of things uh, reported um, and of course what I should have said at the beginning of this, of course, is there's um I'm sure it was was it Ches Griffin? It's funny how things pop into your head. Ches Ches Griffin did a thing about how you can how you can uh, uh, log a series of commands and outputs. It's almost like an audit auditing trail sort of thing. And I think is it not using the command scripts s c r i p t s or something like that. And I should have done. I should have ran that, and it writes it to a file, and you can then go back and review what's happened. I didn't do that, <laughs> so I just do- jotted some notes down as it was going along. Um, so the there was comments about the LSB release. Um, you know, you run the LSB release command, for example, to see what version of OS you're running. You know, what, what release of Debian you're running or whatever, and. Uh, I found, of course, that when I tried to just check that it upgraded, that it said could not use this. Uh, what did it say? Uh, yeah, it said something like modules not found or something like that. But uh, you can also do it by cutting. Yeah, you can you can get it by cutting doing cat space etsy forward slash etsy slash os dash release. Yeah, sometimes old ways are the best ways. Uh, so. <laughs> 
that 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 gives you a, a good clear um, indication of what what you're running, what, what version of the distro you're running. Um, it's probably a good foolproof way of doing it. Cat space slash Etsy slash OS dash release. So that's that's a that's a good tip. So it mentioned my bash RC was different. I just kept um, that as it was. Um, there was a lot of changes to uh, SSH. Uh, actually, uh, uh, the, the release note said there was there was something to do with um, hashes. Sha one weak yes, apt hashes weak yes, and all sort of stuff. The song about to, yeah. So obviously, they're being a lot more strict on the on the the rules governing uh, SSH. Uh, something about the key length again, uh, not not um, having to be above a certain length, I've increased that length uh, and it looks like there's two locations for keys there's authorised keys and authorised keys 2 authorised underscore keys and authorised underscore keys 2 stored in dot .ssh so you can have, you could have had two alternative, you know, two places and I think they're deprecating that so um, yeah, so there's a good number of changes happened to SSH Um so once once the thing um, booted up after the uh, upgrade, um, I found that uh, mock my music, my beloved music on the command player, um, would not uh, would not run. I found a, a a post. I haven't actually written down what the actual error was, um, but I, I solved it by um, adding the line. Uh, Alsa stutter the defeat equals no. Um, that that solved the problem. Well, I think actually, yeah. There was, there was two errors. The first error was saying something about uh, you might get stuttering sort of thing, um, but it was still it, it wasn't actually stopping muck from from loading. But it would continually give you that this warning, and I think I uh, put that into Google and. I found that you can, if you just add that in the config file from mock.mock .mock in the .mock folder, also a stutter defeat equals no, then that solves it. The other problem I noticed is it, it's obviously a, a newer version of mock and it obviously goes through and does some checking on the configuration and key map files and whatnot. And there were some changes and it obviously didn't recognise one of the options that was there at line 82. Um, uh, I think it was something like next search equals uh, carrot g carrot n, so that wasn't um, that wasn't allowed in this version of mock. Yeah, I thought just for the sake of it, I'd have a, a look to see what it is. And apparently, on this this uh, Debian, it's it's two point six two point it's version two point six dash alpha three. Gosh, build. November the 27th 2016 you find out about using mock by issuing the command mock p uh, space dash capital V or is it version whatever it is anyway there you go dash V is for version anyway capital V um, yeah so I must have had an earlier version than that running on the on, my, on the previous version of uh, Debian um, 
I thought there was some active work going on with Mock B. I thought it would be, would have been newer than that actually. Anyway, there you go. So the that 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 changed. So, uh, but that that's that solved the problem. Uh, these were all kind of minor things. So really, uh, and, and I, I think I, I did one or two things. It's, it's, everything seems to be working okay. Um, I, I don't do a heck of a lot with the with the pie. It's it's um, serves files and. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's um, and it's got uh, get iPlayer on it, and, and that 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 seemed to work okay. Although I had to I had to um, um, remove the uh, the repository, which was kind of broken anyway. So um, that might cause me that will no doubt give me problems further down the line. Uh, but um, but the, the the thing that was more important was uh, the last thing which didn't work was. Uh, was the PyFace digital I.O. board. As I explained at the beginning, it's it's a board that's got buttons you can push uh, and you can activate relays on the board. You can, it turns LEDs off and on. Um, and I kind of use it to, to kind of turn the Pi into a kind of MP3 player that you can turn, you can pause and play. It basically toggles the p- between pl- p- play and pause. That's, that's the two most that's the most useful thing uh, other things are just just kind of fun things but uh, it's run from a a, a, a python file that I, I wrote called uh, an, a, 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 rather unimaginatively at the time I called it test.py because I was just testing out the, the board at the time and I never got out of changing it so <laughs> uh, anyway it reported uh, multiple errors and um, one of the things it reported it said PyFace digital core, no PyFace digital detected error, no PyFace no Pi digital board detected, hardware address equals zero, bus equals zero, chip select equals zero. And um, I actually, I don't know quite what, I kind of went down the wrong wrong path. And I, I, well, I think I changed, I changed the header at the top of the script to specifically point to Python 3. And, uh, and, it, and that, error went away so I assumed oh right that's solved it I just need to get all the I just need to get the syntax errors and whatnot. so I spent ages fixing all the syntactical differences between Pi 2 and Pi 3 uh, bringing it all up to date and everything uh, and then end up with the same error again so <laughs> oh, that was a big waste of time um, so I put that error into uh, into Google and uh, and I found a something written in a, in a forum as a forum for everything, Raspberry Pi forum it was at the raspberrypi.org forum in fact in fact it was in there and uh, according to the post I don't begin to fully understand it, I was just kind of keen to get it working, uh, according to the post it something to do with the fact that the um, SPI serial speed had changed from 500 kilohertz to 100, well we're saying 500 kilohertz to 125 megahertz that's a heck of a difference I did make sure because I thought, oh, I'll just be. When I first saw the error, I, I thought, oh yeah, the SPI I've got to turn that on. That's like an interface, but and that's how the the board, the add-on board, communicates with the Raspberry Pi through the SPI interface. And you can u- use the raspi config command to turn that off and on. So I did that, and it, it made no difference. Um, so um, is very very clever chappy. Or chapes, uh, person had had uh, actually solved it 
and it was it was down to um, what you can do is you if, if you if you if you modify the spi.py file, and um, I, I use the find command to um, to find locations where where that file is using find space forward slash space dash i name so ignore case so that's probably not that important space spi.py and, and and it was in two locations it was in user lib user slash lib slash python 2.7 slash dist dash packages uh, slash pyface common slash spi.py so it's in the 2.7 uh, python uh, folder and it also in user lib python 3 dist packages Pyface common spi.py and so also in Python three so in these two folders so um, I copied I created a copy of the original file and I called it spi.py.back just in case because I thought oh muck up I'll never get it back so always a good idea that um, so I actually ended up ended up only having to do a very minor modification so I um and I only modified the spi.py folder in Python 2.7. I haven't actually done it for Python 3, which I probably should do. Uh, and the, it, it entailed um, that I'm at line 68, I added, a, I added a comma to the end of line 68 because the last, because I was going to add a line to a block of code and the last line on the block of code didn't have a comma so I assumed that there was a comma required. Now that I'm going to add a line below that, so I did that comma because all other lines had commas in it. I didn't think too deeply about what I was doing. <laughs> I understand. Uh, and uh, I added uh, speed underscore hz, so that's a, obviously a variable, equals c type dash c underscore u int 32 open parenthesis 15000 close parenthesis so it's it's obviously setting a uh, variable um, speed underscore hz to to an integer of one five zero 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 and and that and that uh, and that solved solved the problem um, after I did that and closed the file ran my original uh, script uh, test.py and and that was it um, so that that was that was actually one of the last things I solved because it wasn't you know I thought well I, I didn't I, I didn't I, it was taking so long to do all this and I thought well I'll have a quick go at it but if it's if it takes too long I'm going to stop because I haven't got enough time I've got so much to, to get on with so I'll do the other things that I, I know I've got a good chance of fixing uh, so I was very pleased that, that just recently just in fact just an hour or so ago I managed to solve that so the other things I had I had SSH not working and of course as we said they've been a bit more security conscious with SSH obviously with the later version of uh, distributed with the, with Debian Stretch so so basically the, my my Raspberry Pi downstairs would not um, SSH into the Pi upstairs so I couldn't remotely control mock um, from my wee remote box downstairs because it wouldn't SSH into the Pi up up here up upstairs. 
and it turned out that was because uh, my pie downstairs pie face the, the pie downstairs with the pie face CAD um, add-on board well it had DS, DSA and RSA type keys public keys public and private keys in, in the .ssh folder and um, when I looked at the logs uh, I looked at the log on on my pie upstairs uh, tail dash f slash var slash logs slash auth dot log and then I tried to log in from a pie downstairs unauth pub key key type ssh dash dss not in public key accepted key types so there you go so I inserted the RSA key um, into the I copied the RSA key public key into the Pi 13 upstairs and uh, and that solved the issue and uh, my triple EPC it it was the same in fact it only had uh, we only had DSA keys it didn't have uh, RSA keys um, so I had to generate a fresh RSA keys and I added them to the Pi 13 and that solved that problem um, and allowed me to SH into the Pi from my triple EPC so yes I think um, I don't know maybe that was a, about a day, a day and a half something like that and I upgraded a, a laptop so uh, which uh, I might cover in another episode but I really think that's that's more than enough and I probably bored you all to tears so uh, I do apologise but it is a show after all <laughs> anyway it's, it's, uh, it does feel really good to be back online again and, uh, and uh, back with the HPR crowd and uh, I do hope I can uh, post a few more shows maybe something a bit simpler but I thought it was a golden opportunity to cover this um, while it was fresh in my mind if you want to contact me you can contact me at mrx at hpr at googlemail.com that's mrx at hpr the at symbol googlemail.com so until next time thank you and goodbye You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.